Hey everyone, welcome back to the Try Podcast. I am so excited you're here. Today I'm sitting down with my friends Nathan and Lexi Rose, and I met these two through our church. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, y'all, there is something different about them. The way that they are kingdom-minded and focused on spreading the good news is powerful, and I am so excited for y'all to hear from them. Nathan and Lex, welcome to the show. I am so glad you're here. Thank you. We're excited. Yeah, thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege, and uh, we just hope that what we share today can help at least one person out there. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so today we're talking about waiting and what it looks like to wait patiently and with an expectant heart. So for those of you that are listening and you don't know this sweet couple, I would highly recommend checking out another podcast just to hear a little bit of their backstory, more specifically Nathan's story. Our friend Pastor Ken Murphy has a podcast called More With Murphy, and it's available on all major podcast platforms. In his fifth episode, he sits down with Nathan and discusses how Nathan took his life back and what it looked like to overcome the battle of mental health and addiction. And what's so cool about this story is that God was orchestrating Nathan and Lexi's paths separately. So like before he even brought them together, he was working out all of the details. In fact, I would say that Nathan's journey of healing and recovery started before him and Lexi even met. So 2018, we're going to pick up the story. Uh, Nathan made the choice to walk away from drugs and alcohol. And knowing just a part of their story, I would say that this put them on a new path and really changed the trajectory of his life. And then fast forward four years later to the summer of 2022, Lexi and Nathan were just in this season of waiting where Nathan and Lexi just had this opportunity to kind of had their eyes open to what was going to be in store for them in the future. So Nathan, I just want you to talk a little bit about what you refer to as kind of like a dark season when your residency ended and just some of the feelings that you had during that time. Yeah. Um, so I was a resident at Cyprus and the residency program, just to kind of give a background, it's a one-year internship program. And I started in the month of August, so then I was going to end in the month of August in 2022. And uh, leading up to that summer, so knowing I have a few months left into the program, uh, I was just really praying about what's my next step, God? Where are you leading me? And it was in that season where I just was not feeling like I was getting an answer. Mm -hmm. And I was really struggling with that. I was really struggling with um, just not knowing what was next. Um, and I remember just feeling like really depressed about it, really like feeling hopeless and really struggling mentally at times. And, um, it was just a, it was a dark season. It was a dark season. And, um, part of it, you know, in hindsight, looking back on it, I struggle with a little bit of control. So I didn't feel like I had any control and I had to completely trust God. And, um, that was hard for me. (laughs) I'm just, um... (laughs) If I'm being honest, and I think in that season, it really forced me to have to have to answer the question, do I trust God mm-hmm. and him alone to be my provider, to be the director and Lord of my life and not something else or put it in something else or even in ministry? Mm-hmm. There were times where I was putting my identity primarily in ministry and not my identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, again, this is all in hindsight. In the moment, I'm struggling, um, but I was really trying to pray about what is my next step um, moving forward. And um, I really 
didn't get clarity until really right up until the end of the residency. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I mean, I think if we're all honest, we struggle with control. Like mm-hmm. we've talked about it before. Control really is a figment of our imagination, right? Like we want to feel like yeah. we have so much control and we put things on the calendar and, you know, we're like, I'm going to go here and right. I'm going to do this. And God's like, you're adorable. <laughs> this is what's actually going to happen right. today. Um, but that's so good. And just, hearing their vulnerability and the way that they so genuinely and just authentically walk inside of their story and just recognize that we don't have the control because God has the power and the authority and he is the Lord of our lives. Like it just is so powerful. And I told y'all there was something different about them. Okay. So we talked about it over coffee and breakfast sandwiches and our pastor talks about it all the time. If you are not in a season of heartache or you do not find yourself in a valley right now, y'all, it is coming and it isn't meant to instill fear. It's just a reminder that we have to plant seeds and build a firm foundation so that when the storms of life come, our whole world isn't shaken. Lexi, talk about where you were in this same season, where you felt like God was calling you to be and what it looked like to just be in a season of praying and longing for something new. Yeah, so in 2022, um, I felt like God really put on my heart to start praying for a new job in that August, which is ironic because he was at that point where he was like, what's going on? Um, And so they were kind of interlapping, but um, I was working at Ohio Christian University as an admissions counselor at the time, loved the job, great job, Um, but I really felt like God was calling me to more, but I really wasn't sure what that was, what that even looked like if that was really what I was even hearing him right and so um time kind of went on and um (laughs) it was just crazy to see God work through every single step but it time went on and nothing happened and I was like okay maybe I'm just wrong maybe I'm hearing God wrong I don't know um so then in November of 2022 I started getting really mad and not at God but just mad because I'm like okay God like I feel this like Mm -hmm. I've never felt before like I feel like there is something more I feel like you're calling me to more here I am like and I don't do change well most people don't and I don't do change well And I was like, here I am in my nine to five, like cozy job. Like I'm used to it. I've been here for over two years. Um, But I felt like there was just more. And so I was like, God, like what is going on? What is happening? And by the end of 2022, I still didn't get that answer until 2023. And that's when God completely just changed our lives. Yes. (laughs) That's so good. Crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. It's funny to kind of sit back and just reflect on like where we've been. Yeah. I think it's really hard to see where we're going. And so Mm -hmm. we can take just like an honest look at like, okay, well this, God is faithful and he brought us through this. And yes, it was a season of waiting Mm -hmm. and yes, it was hard, but it, you can't even look forward until you can really reflect on right. God's goodness and his faithfulness right. and just reminding ourselves that God is such a God of details. Mm-hmm. You know, like we want to live from one big minute to the next big yeah. moment, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, that's not really how life works. Right. And if we do that, we're missing the way that mm-hmm. God literally orchestrates every single detail right. and right. he does it because he loves us and right. because he's faithful. Right. Okay, I know when we talked before, one of the things that y'all said is that you felt like in this season you were just taking hit after hit. Mm-hmm. Like one bad thing would happen in this particularly challenging mm-hmm. season, and the next thing you know, like another bad thing mm-hmm. happened. So what was it that allowed you to persevere through that season and just continue on the mission of trusting God? I think knowing, um, so 
even kind of backing up to my own personal story of just struggle and coming to the Lord, there's just been so many times where it seemed impossible to even see to the other side of what could even be good. And God has done miracle after miracle in my life and even in that season. So I just knew that we were where we were supposed to be, and I felt a peace at that. And um, even though at the time there were times of doubt and questioning, um, why is it not happening? Um, you know, the, the way I, I probably would have wanted it to happen. <laughs> sure. Uh, but I knew God was faithful, and He has really done just the miraculous and leading me to the next place in life. So I knew if He could do it before, He was going to do it again, and He yeah. wasn't just going to take us this far just for the sake of taking us right. this far. And also with that too, I remember when it was like thing after thing. And uh, I remember my mom texted me and was like, well, you must be doing something right because the enemy is really trying to get you. And we were like, yeah, like as hard as that was to hear. And, and it was true because, you know, the enemy didn't like what was coming and, and he didn't like what we were trying to do and to listen to God and, and to be open and willing to whatever that was. And so he was just trying, trying his best to get us down. And also yeah. there's that um, saying, I don't know if I saw it on probably Pinterest or something, but it was, um, I asked God to grow and it started raining. Oh, it's so true. And that has like stuck to me ever since. Mm-hmm. And especially in that hard season, that was what I was just also, like you said, like, you know, I knew God has done it before. I knew he would do it again, but just sticking to that, remembering like, okay, Yes, like God is going to use this waiting season and he's going to use this terrible time um, to grow us. And it's got to rain before it can actually grow. Yes. Yeah, I always think of no rain, no flowers, yeah. especially because I'm big into like gardening, you know. <laughs> so I hear you say that. Yes. And, like It's so true. And the enemy, when we commit to being obedient to God, mm-hmm. we've seen it time and time again play out in our lives. Mm-hmm. The enemy wants to distract us. Yep. And he wants to discourage us. Mm-hmm. He wants to isolate us and make us feel like we are the only ones mm-hmm. that have literally ever felt the way that we're feeling in that moment, right? And those are all tactics of his. Mm-hmm. But as believers and followers in Jesus, right. we are who God says we right. are, right? So right. that was your guys' foundation. Mm-hmm. And just knowing your hearts and the way that you serve the Lord, it's easy to see, and we talked about this when we met before, Mm -hmm. how God was building your faith reservoir. Like he was creating an opportunity for y'all to decide whether or not you were going to believe in him Mm -hmm. and trust in his goodness and his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. So at the end of 2023, in my final wellness Wednesday, I started talking about like a word of the year and what it looks like to just be prayerful Mm -hmm. and faithful and to tap in and tune into where God would be calling us to be for the new year. And I know this is a concept that's new for a lot of people, but not for Lexi. In fact, I want y'all to hear from her about how she prays for a word and then what hers was in 2022 when they were kind of walking through the season of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So (laughs) I remember first hearing about Award of the Year from Sadie Roberts, actually, in our podcast. Yes. And I was like, that's so cool. I was like, I want Award of the Year, God. (laughs) And so I started praying about it back in 2022. And the Word of the Year for 2022 was actually grace, was like learning what God's grace was for me. Mm. Um, And so I kept praying about it. And then in 2023, I really felt like God put the Word on my heart at the beginning of the year, which was expectant. And I was like, awesome. Like, that's a great one. That's usually a positive thing. So I was like, that's awesome. But I didn't know exactly what that was obviously going to be. It was the beginning of the year. And it's so funny because literally a year ago, 
is when everything started changing mm-hmm. um, a year ago now. And uh, it was Martin Luther King weekend. Um, we had that off at o- OCU, is what we call Ohio Christian University, is OCU. And Nathan was working, and I went and I came to visit. And um, the London kids pastor at Cyprus was like, hey, they're hiring at Dublin. You should look into that. And I'm a very feelings person, so I just get very excited without thinking. <laughs> I Would think you agree, later. Nathan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think later. <laughs> Feel first. And so I was just, that's awesome. That's so exciting. And you were even like, that would be so cool because we'd have be on the same schedule. Yeah. And yeah. that would just be really cool for us. Um, but there were a lot of question marks in that. And there were a lot of things that didn't make sense. And so, for example, it was part-time, and it had no benefits, and I would be going from a full-time job with benefits to not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were like, I don't know, like, it just, that that seems a little, I don't know, like, I don't know if that's really what God wants, because that's a lot of, well, that's a lot of faith, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, and that's scary. So we were like, I don't know, and and then I finally started thinking about it. We kind of started talking about it, and... I went to work and I was like, you know, like, I'm just going to leave it be. And they were like, why don't you just reach out to like the head leader? And I was like, no, I was like, that that's a lot. Like, I'm just going to wait. Well, I could not stop thinking about it all week long. And so I finally like told him, I was like, hey, I was like, I can't stop thinking about this. And he was like, yeah, like, just go meet for coffee. See what it's about. Mm-hmm. He was like, you may hate it. And I'm like, you're right. So <laughs> I went for coffee and I loved it. And I like was so excited. I actually called him. I was on my way home. (laughs) I couldn't wait. And so we both agreed, okay, if this is what God wants, like we'll, we'll apply by the end of the week. Um, and we'll go from there. And yeah, it, it is just been crazy since then. Um, and so long story short, there was a lot, a lot in between that of prayers and, um, is this right? Is this by faith? Are we going to do this? Is this what God wants? Like, are we actually going to step out and go from, you know, full time to not and benefits to not. Um, and God time and time again showed, yeah, that's what you are going to do. Um, and so I did, I put my two weeks in February 24th was my last day at OCU. And I started at Dublin on the 26th. Um, and so wow. that was also part-time. And at that point we were like, okay, God, like, we don't know what this is going to look like. Um, and you can intervene too, but we were like, we don't know what this is going to look like. We just give this to you because we, mm. we, we need benefits by the end of July and we are just hands off. We're, we're giving it to you. Yeah. You add yeah and even to give a little bit more context. Mm-hmm. So I kind of talked about how my residency ended in 2022 yeah. in August. Well, the door shut and there was a kind of a month where I was standing in the hallway. I did end up getting hired at our London campus at mm-hmm. Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was hired part-time. So I was part-time in ministry. Mm-hmm. She had a full-time job with benefits. <laughs> and so now we're faced with the decision. We both have a long-term vision in life mm-hmm. of wanting to be in ministry. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be this open door uh, that there's an opportunity to do that, especially at the same church, which would be absolutely wonderful, being on the same schedule. And But we had to make a decision. Is it worth stepping away from a full-time job? Mm-hmm. And losing benefits, right. and that we had to pray about that decision. Mm-hmm. We had to pray about it, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and 
there was that deadline of July of needing benefits because mm -hmm. fortunately we were on our parents' insurance mm -hmm. yeah. uh, because we were 25 mm -hmm. at the time. And we felt like the best decision was to step out in faith, mm -hmm. trusting that God was going to provide for us when we needed it. Mm -hmm. And we knew <laughs> that if, it w if we had it our way, we would have made sure everything in the situation would have looked safe, it, it would have looked comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's even like the crossing of the Jordan. Uh, they had to actually mm -hmm. step their foot into the river before the water stopped. Mm -hmm. they, they couldn't wait for the water to stop. And I felt like that was what we had to do. We just mm -hmm. had to take the step of faith right. mm -hmm. and knowing that God was going to be obedient and faithful. Mm -hmm. We were going to be obedient, but he was going to be faithful right. to uh, provide for us when it when the time came. Right. And it definitely wasn't an easy, obviously, like you said, we had, we prayed about it. And even after I did it and said yes, and even after, <laughs> I remember asking Nathan all the time, I'm like, do you think we actually made the right decision? <laughs> I'm like, because this seems a little crazy. Like, it did. It was just yeah. crazy to just be like, yeah, like, we're doing this. Um, And like you said, like, if it were up to us, it would have just aligned, like, perfectly. Yes. Um, And that's not what happened, but it, it worked out in God's timing. But it was just, it, it was a huge step in faith and, and waiting. Um, One for you to get the job, one for God to tell me if this is actually what it was, and then another season of waiting after that for the benefits. And Yeah. It's so good, though, because it's just, yeah. you know, that reminder, like, A, we have very little control. Right. As much as we want right. to just grip on and, you know, <laughs> take the reins. Right. And then, B, it's that just idea of recognizing that God is working out all those little details. Mm -hmm. Like, to us, we have these to-do lists, and we're running through things in our heads, and we're trying to figure out how can we do this and what will mm -hmm. this look like? And God's like, actually, you just need to breathe and you right. just need to believe and you need to have faith and right. you need to trust. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about building your faith reservoir, that's what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You guys will have times of trial and mm -hmm. waiting and seasons in the future. Right. And then you're going to be able to point your finger right. back to this and say, well, like Nathan said earlier, God was faithful here. You know, he's still a miracle working God. Right. Right. He brought us through this. Right. And now, you know, we're going to get through this again. I just love it so mm -hmm. much. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to ask this how did your tribe impact your journey and specifically in this season that you were walking through yeah so it had a huge impact on us so i'm in a small group and uh this group of guys really helped me so much just process through just some of the frustrations i was dealing with and just they were a really good sounding board and they prayed with me and for me during that season and also just good friends of ours um we have really good friends, um, Kristen Parker, or just two friends that I know really just were there for us. And just, I, I think what I appreciated with our friends is they just let us, they just let us struggle. Like they just, they sat in the struggle with us. They yes. didn't try to come fix it. They didn't try mm -hmm. to quote some verses to us to try <laughs> to say like, you shouldn't feel that way. Like they just sat in it with us mm -hmm. just waiting in the season with us. And I just really appreciated that. Um, a lot of mentors. Uh, Dale George is a big mentor of mine. Um, Jody, he was walking with me in the season too. So just, we had so much mm -hmm. support. Mm -hmm. And there's no way we would have been able to go through that season if we did not have the support that mm -hmm. we had. Oh, yeah. one 100% my voice. Um, yeah. Like you said, Kristen and Parker were huge. Also, we have a couple... Katie and Dalton, mm -hmm. um, they were awesome. They, like you said, like they didn't try to change it. They cried with us. Like yes. actually there were times where I would sit in my car and, and, and me and Kristen would cry and it was just, 
it was just so nice to have that community. I'm also in a small group, and, and they were also lifting me up. So we just had awesome community. And Pastor Jody, Pastor Drew, he would just let me go into his office and just cry. And um, he'd hand me the tissues. <laughs> and um, and so it was just so nice. Like he said, like we would not have been able to go through that season if we didn't have anybody else in our corner. Because obviously, we knew we had God, and we have each other, which yeah. is great. But... You need outside people as well who, because it's just us two. I mean, it can't just be us two because we're going through it right now together. We need someone on the outside who wasn't going through it, who could speak into us. And like you said, like, just let us sit there. Like, just let us say, like, this stinks. We're trying to figure it out. We don't understand. But we know God is good. And they'd be like, yeah, like, we're praying alongside of you. Mm. Let's just cry it out. (laughs) Or let's just sit there. Yeah. (laughs) So it was so nice. Well, it's such a visual when you say, Mm -hmm. you know, they just sat with us in it. Because I'm, like, imagining a valley, right? Mm -hmm. Because it felt dark and, Mm -hmm. you know, it felt hard and heavy and, like, you didn't have a lot of control Mm -hmm. and you didn't have a lot of answers. And so I'm just picturing these friends, your Mm -hmm. tribe members that you're doing life with. Literally, you guys are, like, Indian style, right? (laughs) Like, you're in elementary school. And everyone's just sitting there and Mm -hmm. you're just together. No one's trying to fix it. No one's trying to give advice. You're just doing life alongside people. And I think we oftentimes forget, especially in our seasons of struggle or heartache or when we're in the valley or we're wandering Mm -hmm. or we're waiting, how important scripture says it is to have like-minded friends Mm -hmm. and to do life alongside people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, our friends and who we choose to surround ourselves with, they have an incredible impact on the way that we view our circumstances. Mm I would be hard-pressed to go out and find somebody that said that they had never had a friend that has, like, negatively impacted their life, right? Right. We can all think of somebody where we're like, oh, okay, I was in that season. Yeah, that wasn't healthy. But it's so much harder to find like-minded friends Mm -hmm. and then to cultivate that environment and that culture of just sitting Mm -hmm. and being and being vulnerable and praying and trusting. But when you have a tribe that is praying for you and is willing to link arms and walk alongside you in the valley, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a yellow. You guys know I'm very excited about life. I'm yep. like Lex. And <laughs> at the risk of sounding like overly dramatic, mm-hmm. it is literally the difference between life and death. You know, mm-hmm. when you're talking about having a tribe of mm-hmm. friends to do life with and not, right. I have walked through seasons alone and it is debilitating mm-hmm. because you're not really alone. The enemy is attacking mm-hmm. and, you know, planting seeds of doubt right. and deception and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, turning the corner just a little bit, Mm -hmm. what did you guys learn about your marriage when you were in this season? I think what what you learned and what I appreciated from it is we knew we were always going to have each other, Mm -hmm. no matter what the outcome Mm -hmm. of this was going to be. Yeah. And that was very comforting. Mm -hmm. And it really made me, at least, have to know what was my priority. Mm -hmm. Was Was it my marriage or was it wherever I was going to end up career-wise or wherever we were going to end up career-wise. And um, it really did. It strengthened that and made us know, like, we're not going anywhere yeah. no matter what happens here. And it, that I just, I'm so thankful for that season of me being able to realize that. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Yeah, I think, like you said, it definitely strengthened it. And, and obviously we're not going to sit here and say it was easy uh, by all means, especially because we handle things differently. Like mm-hmm. we handle stress and we handle um, just, yeah, we handle stress differently. But it was a learning point to see, okay, mm-hmm. this is obviously, this is going to happen again. Not not the same situations, but the same scenarios, potential, like how we respond. 
Um, and so learning from each other how one, the other person needs it to, to what they need in that moment mm. um, was a huge learning point. And I also think for me too, it was awesome to, and this is a positive thing, but it was really awesome, like you said, to learn like what is our priorities? Is it is it our jobs or is it each other? And I think too, I really learned, like you said, um, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I really learned when you said, like, I had to learn that, that my your priority was me and, and our future and, and us. And I really saw that from you during that time. Like, I, you really stepped up of saying, like, hey, what do I need to do to make this work? Because... And even, you even said, when I first started, um, I was going to go get, backtracking a little bit, I was going to go get a part-time job right away after because, you know, finances. Yeah. This world's expensive, so. Yes. Um, and um, so he did an internship residency, and I was working full-time the whole, our first few years of marriage. And um, so he could go to school, so he could do the internship residency because we felt like that's what God was calling us to do. And in the beginning, he was like, no, he told me, he was like, I want you to just be part-time for a few months. He was like, I want you to be able to just enjoy it and to be part-time. And and I feel like in that, our marriage really strengthened because I truly saw that you saw me and, and what I really need. Like, I felt him. I didn't say it, but I felt like that's what I really needed. And, and I think it really strengthened that. That's so I never, good. I never told you that, but... <laughs> Big things are happening today. This is so exciting. Well, and God uses the seasons of trial and Mm -hmm. waiting to build our relationships, whether it's our marriage or with tribe members. Um, This really is a story where God brought y'all right up to your deadline, which like we've talked about is ultimately a reminder that it's God's timing. It's not our own. And there are so many layers to this story, but Mm -hmm. I love hearing about your trust and Mm -hmm. your perseverance and You know, when you pray for the missing puzzle pieces Mm -hmm. because your story or your season is just, you know, out of sync Mm -hmm. or it just doesn't really make sense. What I've learned is that God is always working it out Mm -hmm. and it will very rarely look the way that we want it to or (laughs) assume it will. But it gets worked out nonetheless because we serve a God that is faithful Mm -hmm. and that is loving. I want to give you guys a little bit of an update on Nathan. In July of last year... Uh, He met with my husband, Nick, and within a few days, Nathan was offered a position with our company, Freedom Recovery. Nathan is now working as a case manager, so he is facilitating recovery groups. He is changing the trajectory of the lives of people in our community that are battling addiction, and this is the epitome of full circle Mm -hmm. and giving back. God, I say this all the time, God is so cool in the way that he continues to work things out and he uses us to lead others to Jesus. It has been an absolute joy and a blessing to have Nathan on board and just to hear my husband and the ownership team talk about what a blessing he's been. Okay. So last question, what words of encouragement would you give to our listeners that currently maybe they find themselves in a season of unknown or a season of waiting? Yeah, I think if if God has called you to do it, mm-hmm. he will be faithful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I know a lot, it, it probably won't happen the way you think it should, <laughs> but it's in those moments of, of waiting mm-hmm. that really strengthen our character, strengthen... Uh, our dependence upon him and really mm-hmm. build resiliency of just uh, of really knowing like you I know we will have that season mm-hmm. to look back on for so long mm-hmm. yeah so for anybody who just is in a season of waiting uh, my encouragement would be there's purpose in the waiting mm-hmm. and either he's working on you or he's working on it 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, he will be faithful in his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, well, I agree with that 100%. And it, the waiting, and I think not to take the waiting season for granted. Yeah. Um, which is easy to do in that waiting season because it's hard. It's terrible. Like No one <laughs> likes to be like, yes, let's wait. <laughs> um, no one says that. Uh, and especially in our culture today, yeah. we're very fast paced. And so... Um, it's really hard to do that. It's very hard to wait. And we had to wait months until I got benefits and months until I was offered full time. And, and to the point where we were crying, like, God, what is happening? Give us a sign. And then literally the next day I got offered full time. So mm. it was just a huge only God could do and was literally building our faith until the very end from the beginning to the end and yeah. all of that throughout the year. Um, and not even just in that part. And so the cliche saying faith over fear mm. is so true because you have to go out on faith. You have to. And like you said, like if God, if you feel truly feel like God is calling you to do it, mm-hmm. step out in that faith, regardless of what that looks like. Now I'm not saying go quit your job tomorrow, but, <laughs> but definitely pray. If you feel like God is calling you to do something more, to do something else, pray about that because there's a reason why you put that on your heart. Yeah. And he will provide. If that's truly from him, that's truly what you want and you feel like God is calling you to do, then he will, like you said, like he will be 100% faithful in that. And it may not be easy. It may be challenging, but you know that God's going to take care of the rest. So true. It, and it really, it's building our dependence on mm-hmm. God. You know, so many right. times when things happen that are out of our control, mm-hmm. God orchestrates things in certain ways because he wants us to ultimately depend on him a hundred percent fully. Right. Right. Like he doesn't want us to take credit for it. He didn't at the end of the story, he didn't want Mm -hmm. either of you to say, well, you know, it's because I had the resume or I had the experience or whatever. God's Mm -hmm. like, no, you're going to depend on me. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to get through this. And then my name is going to be glorified. Right. right? So it's just that season of building dependence. Mm -hmm. I have had so many seasons of that, too many to name, but (laughs) At the end of the day, this is a story of obedience and confidence in the Lord. It's trusting God's timing and it's relying on God to lead us where he wants us Mm -hmm. to be. So when we're faithful with what God has entrusted to us, he will set us on the path that he's lovingly laid out before us. And before we go today, I'm just so excited. I want y'all to tell our listeners a little bit about what you've been working on together because it's just too exciting to keep to ourselves. So (laughs) let's do it. You want to tell them? Yeah. uh, So we've been praying a lot uh, lately just uh, about, because we used to do ministry together Mm -hmm. and now we uh, we don't get to, so we were praying about how we can do ministry together, and we decided that we wanted to start a social media platform uh, that would consist of encouraging posts, uh, videos, and a podcast, and it is called He Rose, Woo! Um, because we believe that He Rose and everything that we talk about is based upon that reality, and also just kind of the play on words of heroes or our last name is rose (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're so excited for this opportunity and it's going to be so awesome because he has a passion in teaching um and so it's going to be a mix of teaching it's going to be a mix of conversations um a mix of talking about you know i've been in past um relationships that have been abusive with mental verbal um it's going to be a mix of that Mm -hmm. uh maybe even bringing people on who have um, understood the same thing, but how God can redeem it. Yes. Um, and so just, we, it's really kind of a mix of everything. And so we're just really excited to, and, and we're excited to see what God, 
is gonna do through that um and and we're we're pumped so yes our first episode we're planning is gonna air january 31st so we're excited yeah. So awesome. So pumped. <laughs> For those of you that follow me on social media, Tribe Ministry, you can find them on my page. They are already doing big things. They are a power couple. They're leading people to Jesus. Like, it's just so powerful. So, yes, it's so good. I'm excited for y'all. Okay, Nathan and Lexi, I... Don't even know a better way to say it. I'm just so proud to know you guys and to call you a brother and a sister in Christ. Your hearts are pure gold, and it is just an incredible blessing to walk alongside you in life. Nathan, thank you for the work that you're doing at Freedom Recovery, and Lexi, thank you for the way that you're pouring into the kids at Cypress. (laughs) You both are following your calling. You are making disciples, and you're loving the tribe around you, and I'm so grateful that y'all took the time to sit down with me and encourage our listeners today. Thank you, seriously, from the bottom of my heart for joining me. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for for having having us. us. This is awesome. (laughs) All right, let's make heaven crowded. I'm praying for y'all, and I'll see you next week.